Hello world and welcome to We Live on a Planet. I am your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining me on this Monday, July 5th, 2021. This is episode 495. I'm labeling this one trust. When we do our quote, you'll find out know why you'll know why later on in the show. Let's put one in for the archives for the weather so we know what the temperature is doing in the city of Oswego in another 20 years if somebody stumbles upon the podcast. It's currently 57 degrees, chilly. Feels like 57, but the high is going to be 86 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are currently out of the east-southeast at 3 miles per hour. Looks like it could be a good day to dive or fly the drone, one of those. Stick around when we come back. We're going to dive into the show, talk about all kinds of things, let you know what's happening in my life. Grab yourself a beverage of choice, stick around, get comfortable. We'll be right back. Welcome back. All right, here's our quote. This is from an unknown author. It's very quick. Trust your journey. Trust your journey. We're all going down a different road and we all have our own story to tell. Trust yourself, trust the journey that you're going on. And I question myself all the time, every day, every minute. But um, I'm trying to trust the journey. I'm wondering if things happen for a reason. I talked about that a little bit on my show the other day, and it could bring us down a whole nother rabbit hole. But it makes me curious, you know, is things predestined? Do things happen for a reason? Are we in control? Are is there a perception of control or I, I don't know I'm not sure but I can tell you this I am a certified scuba diver yes I'm super excited I passed my open water dive the reason why I was talking about do things happen for a reason if you follow the show you know I was supposed to do my open water dive last week and uh, the weather just didn't cooperate I was supposed to do it Friday and the weather didn't cooperate with us, so Coach had to call it off. Coach has over 5,000 dives, and if he's calling it off, then we have to not go. And there would have been other students, and so when I went down to practice my skill sets Friday, if we went, I would have been with me, Coach, and another student, and it got canceled. So I said, how about Saturday, you know? The next day, we'll shoot for Saturday in the morning. And he's like, yeah, I'm down for that. Well, when I did my open water dive before, I had shaved. I wasn't shaved clean shaven, but I had broke down all my stubble. When I went to shave with, or when I went to dive with Coach, I wasn't clean shaven, and I had quite a bit of stubble. So when I went to that Saturday morning, I was the only student. So it happened to be that I would be training just one-on-one -on -one with Coach, and I only had a couple more skill sets to do to finish off my open water dive. And we got down to do one of my last skill sets, which is take your mask off completely, put your mask back on, clear it, and get all the water out of it. And you're quite some feet down while you're doing this. And I've never had a problem doing this skill set ever. I've done it in the pool, I've done it in the open water. This was just deeper. That didn't really matter, but I uh, never had a problem. When I went to clear my mask, my mask wasn't clearing, and I kept having a lot of water in it. And every time I would go to clear my mask, it got to blow out, 
and then I was like not breathing the proper way and I started panicking and no matter what I did to get my mask cleared it wouldn't clear and my breathing starts getting quicker and quicker and I feel like I'm starved for oxygen all of a sudden I feel like I can't breathe and I look at coach and I'm sure I'm wide-eyed he's seen it plenty he's coached and taught so many people and I give him the symbol that I want to go up and he just looks at me and knows that I can do it and he stays with me and he gives me the symbol to breathe underwater and once he did that I just stayed with him and didn't go to the surface and stayed down and worked through my panic attack and was able to clear my mask and was able to move forward with the dive and it was one of those things where I said do things happen for a reason because had I been there with another student and I gave him that symbol to go up I'm sure we would have went up but since it was just one-on-one -on -one and he was so close to me and he's done it so many times had I needed to go up he would have brought me up he knew he knew that I could do it and uh, I did it and I was excited but it was Coach helped me so much out of that little mini panic attack underwater, you know. So I know I have to keep my face really tight, the mustache and stubble. Not that I, when I'm diving, I'll be doing any skill sets. But if for some reason my mask were to come loose or anything like that, I want to be able to clear it. So it's good that it happened with the coach. I think that's why I was wondering, do things happen for a reason? It makes me wonder also... If you follow the show, you know I was in a really bad car accident a couple years ago, and there happened to be a bad car accident just in our town the other day, and I want to tell you about that right when we come back. Stick around. So nice to have you back. All right, like I was saying, do things happen for a reason? I don't know, but I had to have service done on our car the other day, just a simple oil change and a tire rotation. And I was getting it done, and it seemed to be taking longer than normal. I was waiting and waiting, and I finally got up, and I went into the service area. And the service advisor said, oh, I just came up like 15 minutes ago looking for you, but I didn't see you. And I was like, oh, I, I was just in the bathroom real quick. He's like, oh, sorry, your car's all done. And I was all frustrated, feeling that they didn't look for me enough. They could have made a little bit more effort, and so I was just kind of bent just kind of like, what the frick? So I get in my car and I start driving and I'm driving home and I'm almost home. Next thing you know, from the highway, there's a big sign saying uh, incident ahead and my the ways my car app started telling me how there was a car accident ahead. So we got detoured and it looked like a bad one. I looked, I could see, and it just brought back all those memories of my horrific car accident. And I really felt for the, the people in the car, you know. And um, I got home and then come to find out that accident happened just minutes, minutes before me coming through. And uh, sadly, somebody lost their life in that accident. It was a add-on. And I just think to myself, had that service manager came out and found me, had I not gone into the bathroom, 
not that I would have been in that accident, but I been would have been right around it because the timing, I wouldn't have had that little delay of the the service manager not being able to find me. So I wonder about that, and I wonder, and it makes me think about my skill set with coach. Had I been with other people, how it would have went, and just being that the that one dive got canceled, maybe that's the maybe the universe was like. No, you're not meant to dive today. And that's what happened to me and my brother-in-law the other day. Because my brother-in-law is a certified scuba diver. And so is my son, or my his his son, my nephew. And so my brother-in-law and I were planning on going diving yesterday morning. We got all of our gear together. And I'm going to be using my nephew's gear until my gear comes in. We got everything all together. Made sure the boat was all set got everything loaded launched we start going out of the launch and uh, the waves are pretty rolling it was kind of thinking are we going to be able to dive you know and we're like oh well we're we can do this and we keep going next thing you know the engine just died on the boat and we're like oh boy and so it starts up my brother-in-law starts it back up and he starts giving a gas and he's like oh we're just running on one cylinder so we're like, oh, bummer. And we were all set to look for a wreck, a shipwreck called the Mary Kay that went down in 1988. Um, it's a tugboat. And um, it's only in about 45 foot of water. And there's no buoy to mark it, though, so we would have to really be doing, like, an expedition to find it. So the boat ha accident incident happens. That turns us around, and we get back, and we... Had to call it for a day. Well, I get home, and my brother-in-law ends up getting a hold of me and said, you're not going to believe it. We had everything all set except for the weights, our weights for diving. We left them on the truck. So had we got out to the spot to dive and found it, we would have found ourselves not being able to dive because we left our weights on the truck. So it was like... Did that whole boat thing and the waves and all that happen because we didn't have our weights? I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm thinking these lately, but I've been feeling that way, and um, I'm not sure. We want to find a shipwreck called the, I think it's called the David Mills. I can't remember. That one does have a buoy marker, though, so we'll be able to find that one with the GPS coordinates. That's why we think we can find the Mary Kay. And it's surprising to me that the wrecks in Oswego, that they don't have them like the Mary Kay buoy marked because it's perfect for a diver like me who's a brand new novice diver because this is in uh, only 45 feet of water, good visibility, flat, rocky bottom, and uh, they don't have it marked off. So if we can find it, I want to get a hold of the mayor of the city of Oswego and ask him if they can what we can do to get a marker for the Mary Kay all right come stick around when we come back we're gonna chat some more and we are back so and then I was wondering too you know I was saying about all the things that happened for a reason I my brother-in-law dropped me off and I I got home and I had drank quite a bit of coffee that morning I was all excited about our dive and instead of drinking water right away, I started drinking coffee. 
and all of a sudden, next thing you know, I just started not feeling very good. And I was like, oh, no, am I getting my CVS? If you follow the show, you know I have a thing called cyclic vomiting syndrome, which is terrible, where it just causes where I, I get completely sick. I, it's like dehydration sim- symptoms. And so I couldn't tell yesterday what was happening. So I was like, WTF is going on with me. And I think I was just dehydrated, and I ended up getting so ill and all sweaty and just it was terrible and I was able to power through it though because usually when that happens to me it just puts me down and so I was just all maybe this whole dive and the weather and the weights and the the boat not working was all for a reason because it just that dive wasn't meant to be that day I'm not sure what do you think do you think that things happen for a reason are we predestined do we have I don't know. Please let me know. I would love to hear from you. WLOAP.com is my website. You can reach me there. I have a little phone icon. You can leave me a phone message. It rings five times before it goes to my voicemail. You could also leave me an email. I'm wondering about that. I'm curious what you think. I'm jumping topics. Does your city have those electric scooters that you can rent and just leave them anywhere you want? Yes? No? I don't know. We just got them. We just got them. You're not for me. Nope. You will not see me on an electric scooter. Bike, yes. If if the city had bikes, that would be nice. The city does have bikes to rent, which me and my wife rent their um, trikes, three-wheel trikes down at the harbor. But the electric scooters, the reason why I bring those to mind in the forefront, um, there's three or four of them right next to my neighbors right in their driveway. Somebody left them right in their parking spot. So I know that in bigger cities, the ones that have bikes and scooters, the residents who live there don't really care for them because they become a problem. People just leave them anywhere. And a lot of cities that have them had them, and then they became such a nuisance that the city just ended up um, deciding not to do it anymore. We'll see. The city of Oswego is pretty small. We'll see how it goes over and... um, I'll keep you updated. So usually on We Live on a Planet, I go over to this day of history and we find out what happened. And then I go over to the fact site and find out some little groovy nifty fact. I don't have any of that this morning just because I didn't do any research. Uh, So I'm sorry. But I'm just trying to keep my brain together, trying to trust my journey. And um, it was all I could do to come out and talk to you, believe it or not. It sounds so stupid, but sometimes I just struggle. It doesn't sound like it. I'm, I'm, it's because I've dealt with mental health struggles for so long that um, I'm good at, good at it. <laughs> but it's not always easy. So I don't have all that stuff. But I just wanted to at least come out and talk to you because I didn't put out a show um, recent. And usually I do Mondays and Fridays, Mondays and Fridays, Mondays and Fridays. And last Friday I just it didn't, I didn't have a show in me. And I had too much stuff going on in my brain. So thank you, though, for your time, the most valuable gift you could ever give me. Please trust your journey, whatever it may be. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. Next time at We Live on a Planet, we'll get a wrinkle on our brain and we'll learn something more than just me rambling. And um, as always, do your best to stay curious and not judgmental. 
And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Peace.